Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cheryl Smith writing and rewriting history. First ever national title for Texas Tech. Welcome on, welcome on to the Tortillas and Takes podcast. You are on once again with your boy, I'll be sure. And it is uh, corn tortilla week. Is that the best way to put mm. it? <laughs> Texas Tech, Iowa State playing in Ames, Iowa. And to talk to the number one hater, Iowa State hater. Yes, they do exist in the state of Texas. <laughs> and <clears throat> the one guy in the Texas Tech fan base that really, really hates Iowa State, more than Patrick Mahomes. It is Jeremy Gillen. What's up? I, I I truly might be the only Texas Tech fan who has held on to a grudge against a university that has no business having grudges against them. We're so far away. Like, what's the point? And yet I have maintained this just deep hatred of Iowa State. Fans are great. You know, the, the tradition, Jack Trice Stadium, all that. Uh, no. They can get bent every which way with all of their athletic programs. That's fine with me. Uh, so, yeah, I love this. This is going to be a good week. Absolutely a good week. Um, I'm sure Levi and Cyclone Larry, <laughs> Levi Stevenson and Cyclone Larry and Wide Right and all that other stuff, you're just saying F them all. F huh? them all. F them. F that bridge. Matt. They can keep their corn. It does nothing good for your digestive F Matt track. Campbell. F Seneca Wallace. Yeah. You know, um, Matt, Fred, Fred Hoiberg, Keep all of them. Yeah, all you, just keep, you just run down the list. Yeah. Uh, F them. <laughs> so, Iowa State does open up this game as three-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, these are two teams that are looking to get into a bowl game. Iowa State needs to win both of the remaining games this season to go to a bowl game this year. Texas Tech needs one. We're sitting here five and five, just need one win. Here's the problem for Texas Tech, though, Jeremy. We are 0-4. So far this year at, on the road. 0-4. Have not won a single road game this year. 
currently sitting at 0 4. Um, Jeremy, Texas Tech road road woes. What has been the problem? Um, that is a good question. I, I'm I'm not really sure yet. It seems like every time we go on the road, uh, we have a terribly laid out offensive uh, playbook. Whether it's oh, you know, Donovan Smith has kind of a wonky shoulder, so let's throw in Morton, or um, you know, well, we don't understand like what this, t- what's good for this team, what's bad for this team. We don't understand that it just it's it seems like we're a completely different team on the road, and it's hard to really kind of pinpoint. But for me, it just seems like the offense takes a while to get going, and albeit that you know, uh, albeit that Oklahoma State game started well in our favor, it didn't end well. Uh, people, you I mean you can point towards the injury to Morton, or uh, likewise, you can point towards. Uh, probably more substantiated. You can point towards Oklahoma State kind of keying in on second-half adjustments and things like that. But Texas just hasn't been able to get it done on the road in conference, and now you're going to one of the places that's one of the hardest places to play when it gets later in the year with one of the best defenses in the Big 12 right now. (laughs) Well, so I actually – so you're saying that we actually started slow. I would say that really all four games we've ended pretty badly. Right, like all four games have been bad at. So um, we haven't really been blown out yet. <laughs> yeah, um, TC, but, but TCU, Oklahoma State, and Kansas State, we were either, uh, I believe, tied or had the lead going into the fourth quarter of all three yeah. games. Tied against Kansas State and had the, uh, uh, had the lead and I think the other two. But all three of those games, we were in that situation where it was a close game going into the fourth quarter, and we, and we lost it. Even... NC State, even NC State, we were within a touchdown, right, there in the third quarter. And so all three games, it was a situation where we just can't stay within the conference. We can't, we, we can't close. And so last week we did a good job against Kansas of really closing, really put it, keeping our foot on their necks, even and keeping them at our arm's length. We didn't necessarily blow out Kansas, but the whole game kept them at arm's length, and it never felt like Texas Tech was going to lose the game. It never felt like, okay, Tech has no shot at winning this one. The entire time it was, okay, well, you know, all Tech got to do is just a little bit here, a little bit here. And I, and I said we were only within a touchdown against NC State. We were down 13 going to the fourth quarter, but it still felt like we had a yeah, shot. It was right there. It just, that shot went away immediately. Um, but, but yeah, I think that's the problem is, is finishing. Finishing on the road without having the Jones at your back. And I would argue of the times that, of all the venues that we played at so far, this is probably, if not the most intimidating, one of them. I think this is going to be very similar to the, to the Kansas State atmosphere out, up in Manhattan, right? Um, where it's going to be just a lot of ra- – actually, I would say give, give us Kansas State but more rabbit, right? Ames fans, they get crazy. They get wild. They're going to be loud at Jack Tri Stadium. And uh, Tech's going to have to be able Dude, to – Dude, the high it. for the day on Saturday, 21 degrees. 21 degrees is the high. This is – this is a different level. This is whenever you're talking about, um, you know, regional conferences that there's some kind of benefit to every team in that scenario because you're kind of used to it. But then you take a team from Texas, and I, you know, the Panhandle even it's like it gets pretty cold here too. But you launch them up into Ames, Iowa, a place, <laughs> you know, one of the worst areas, one of the worst cities in the world. Um, for a number of reasons, yeah. and no, I'm kidding. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, but this is this is a disaster. I, as I said, if you play Iowa State late in the year, it, there's a reason that like Brocktober was such a big thing, right? Because it starts to get really cold in October. 
Uh, also, Brock Purdy was good. Uh, and it's just like, this is their time of year to shine because this is what they're used to. And so Texas, like, Texas Tech, you have a problem finishing, you have a problem kind of gritting it out there at the end on the road. Now it's going to, not only is it going to be, and we start, what, at 6.30? 6, and it's going to just get colder as the night goes on. And so you're going to have to, there's there's so many different layers to this game. You're going to have to be alert and ready but from the coaching staff to the players to the backups. Like, everybody's just going to have to be at their best uh, because you're going to have everything going against you. Yep. Let's be at the best, ready to go. Uh, Lubbock was cold this week, too. Lubbock was pretty cold this week, too. Um, I know Friday, I think they actually should have been uh, wheels up already, but uh, Friday, the high in Lubbock is a 37. So, me personally, you know, I know Tech likes playing, playing in the Dome. This past week, I I'd, I'd kept it open. Hey, go outside. Let's freeze for a little bit. Let's get used to this cold. It's going to be even more even more cold when we're up in, in the corn uh, the corn pastures of, of Ames, Iowa. So, let's talk about um, quarterback. So let's talk about quarterback. I think we can all expect Tyler Shuck to once again be the starting quarterback here uh, in Ames, Iowa. Um, Baron Morton still nursing his injury, so we'll still have we'll have a Shuck with Smith as the backup here, most likely. Um, technically, it hasn't been announced, but let's let's be real. Yeah. I don't think I don't expect much here from Joey McGuire. Um, so how do we feel about Tyler Shuck as a starting quarterback coming here in Ames? And I've so I've said this before. Uh, you just need to be consistent. I I am not a shuck, I am not a shuck believer. Um, he did have a good game against Kansas last week. Uh, Iowa State defensively no slouch. Um, I'm gonna be interested to see his play against a good defense again. Um, but if you're gonna ride that hand, like we said with Morton, if you're riding the hand, just ride the hand, like. Let him play and let him mess up and let him continue to go. Because if you keep, if you switch it out, and we if you'll notice in the last game, we kind of bailed out of the package plays. You know, Smith saw a couple of early on, but then it was just like, well, well let's just run him with Shuck. Um, that's a step in the right direction. Playbook-wise, I think <laughs> I think you should have just, I think you should put more Smith out there. But, I mean, that's the right direction playbook-wise. And so... If Shuck's going to be out there, at least we're seeing some consistency. And that's big for the offensive line. That's big for the receivers. That's big for this offensive playbook. So Shuck's QB1, man, then let him have it. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I, any of you bring the package plays in, it's fine. I know Donovan Smith had that touchdown run earlier. I mean, if you want to do that, that's that's great. Just But don't do the whole... You know, this was talked about before the Kansas game of, well, you know, Donovan Smith plays good in the package. We'll just leave him out there. No, no, oh. no, no. If you're going to put the package in, that's fine. But Shuck's the starter, right? Like you said, stick with a guy and have him keep going. Um, I'm very curious if, you know, he struggled against TCU. And, you know, I'm still of the belief that he, you know, I'm thinking that maybe it's that week. That week that he wasn't really prepared for TCU, kind of was thrown in there with the, with the, the whole Morton injury thing. But he had a full week to prepare for Kansas. Uh, and when it comes to me and Tyler Shuck, you know, just when you think I'm out, he pulled me back in. I'm back on the Shuck train, baby. I'm all about him. I think he has another good week. Now, I will say, to your point, this ain't Kansas. No. When it comes to defense, this is not Kansas. Iowa State, despite having a pretty rough year where they are 1-6 in conference, which, side note, I find it hilarious. The Iowa State, who is notoriously, um, notoriously struggles in non-con, right? They come into conference season every year two and one, one and two, like consistently. Yeah. This year came into non-con three and zero, beat Iowa three and zero, was filling themselves and are one and six in conference. I find that to be fairly hilarious. But 
getting back into it. Despite all this in- uh, problems for Iowa State and the fight, despite the issues they've had with losing six of the last seven games, um, the defense, it ain't because of that. Right, this defense is still pretty good. This defense is still wound pretty tight. Uh, their secondary is still aggressive. The front seven is still going to get after it. And so the defense isn't a problem. I mean, they lead the lead, They lead the Big 12 in points allowed. They lead the Big 12 in yards allowed. Like, they're, they're, they're out here, right? And when I say lead, I mean, like, fewest points and fewest yards. Yeah. So there's, there is still a very, very good defense. Um, it's, it's, it's the they're – hold, They're holding everybody it, under it's the – It's off it. It's, it's offense. It's the offense, right? It's, it's, offense. it's the offense is it's 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 really bad, guys. Like so the offense bad. is very very bad. It's so I just talked about how the defense is leading the Big Twelve in points and, and yards. You want to know who's last in the Big Twelve in points and yards? <laughs> Bitch, you guessed it. <laughs> it's Iowa State. You want to guess who's last in the Big Twelve in yards? Bitch, you guessed it. <laughs> it's Iowa State. I said wish for all the children that are out there listening. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Iowa State's offense is, is very bad. It's very bad. Um, I, there's really not much I can I, – I don't have, like, positives to say about the Iowa State offense. So I'm going to reserve all the positives that I have for Iowa State and talk about their defense. Their defense is very good. Uh, defense is very stout. And Tyler Shuck's going to have some problems. He's going to have to deal with some of these – these stud defenders like a Gary, a Jerry Vaughn and Anthony Johnson and, and, and Bo Freeler. Um, he's going to have to deal with Orion Vance, right? Two and a half sacks. MJ Anderson, who leads the team in sacks mm-hmm. right now, right? Like this is, this is also a team that gets turnovers, you know, Hey tech, this team gets turnovers. They get both Kobe reader. And I mentioned Anthony Johnson before both of them have two interceptions each, right? Um, this is, this is good. It's not going to be easy. I think here for Texas tech against this defense, where, where 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 it gets easy is when when Iowa State takes the field, it becomes a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and you know, we can talk a little bit more about this defense. But I think if you you just look at Iowa State this year, Iowa State is such. I was thinking about this. They're kind of like a fraud, but the opposite way. Like they're they're fraudulently bad. Like they shouldn't be as bad as they are. And there's no like there are four games on their schedule that were one score or less, right? That if they would have got one touchdown, or if they would have got oh god in Kansas State's game, if they would have got the field goals, that like that that swings the, the this could easily be a team that's looking at um, what eight and um, eight and two. Just one score games. Eight and two. Well, the, the one score yeah, games. The one score games. That, you know, with yeah. Texas, with Kansas State, with Kansas, with Oklahoma State last weekend. Um, it's like Iowa State. Their defense keeps them in it and keeps them in it dramatically. Their offense goes out there and lays an egg every single time. <laughs> um, but you're right, man. This defense. They're still playing that like three high cloud zone crap that just decimates opponents offensive schemes um they have a lot of dudes out there i mean you were mentioning you know i think the linebacker duo of jerry vaughn and orion vance is massive to the way that they play like iowa state's linebacking core is always the most dangerous because they're usually a little bit smaller and more agile and so they're the ones making they're the ones getting out there and causing havoc whenever 
um, receivers are trying to get open. Like they're the ones who are rushing up and filling gaps. Uh, but you know, on the line too, you mentioned Anderson. I think you know Anderson's got three and a half sacks. So I want to make a quick corrections corner that I think Will McDonald, the the defensive end, he's got four sacks on the year. So technically right ahead of him, but both dudes. Right, and so from the line to the linebackers, and then, oh, yeah, they got Anthony Johnson Jr. They got Bo Freeler. They've got uh, TJ Tampa, these these defensive backs who are constantly in the action and constantly challenging balls. Um, Anthony Johnson's already got two interceptions on the year, and Kobe Reeder has two, two interceptions on the year. Um, <clears throat> this is a great team defense, something I think DeRoyter is looking at and going like, dang. I could, next to you, man. I, I like that. I like what you're doing. Um, and it's just like, this is going to be... Uh, I'm not... I'm t- The way that this season has played out, I'm tempted to say that this will be the best defense we've played. Um, it's hard to say because that NC State game was so profound early, but they've also lost some pieces, and they've looked a little worse as the year has gone on. Um but I think Iowa State, with the way that they've played kind of throughout the year, they've consistently held, like, every opponent they face, they hold them to under their average. And I think for, for anybody, like, for any defensive coordinator, that's a huge win. Yeah, I, NC State was interesting. I think I don't, I don't think that defense has played as good as they did when they played us. We were their Super Bowl. Um, that was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, so, Jeremy, since the comp- Big 12 conference season began, Iowa State has held their opponent to less than three touchdowns four times. Their record is one and three in those games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, they're so fraudulently bad. <laughs> they shouldn't. I don't know how it gets worse for oh them, man. My God. They lost the game 10-9. to nine. You know how pissed I'd be if I hold the offense to 10 points and I lose the game? <laughs> my God. My God. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this defense is very good. I, I think comparing them to NC State's defense when we played them is actually a really good comparison there. Um, it's going to be tough for Shuck. But I think it's going to be a good test for Shuck. Like, are you back? What's up, man? Are you back? Um, I think for Texas Tech's offense, you know, I, I run the ball, bro. Yeah. Like, that's that's kind of what I'm looking at is, you know, run the football, right? Gives I think that gives us the best chance um, to win the game here because I do think that Tech might be able to find something. But I will say this. You may you may try to run the ball. Iowa State got some guys that th- they got some guys that can also. I would talk about turnovers. They got some guys that force turnovers. Orion right? Vance, like, no question about it. Orion Vance, three forced fumbles on the year. Um, he angry. Yeah, he's a, he's a wild boy. He's angry himself. He's a very angry person. They've recovered seven fumbles on the year. Uh, they truly live by take three. So that's the thing is, is that, except the problem is that the analytics say to take three, you're going to win the game for them. It's just this take three, and we may not get losing as much as usual. Um, but this is some mind games, I mean, Howard. So they're doing exactly what McGuire wants our team to be doing, and yet they're losing. We are not yeah, doing losing. what we want to be doing. And we're winning. Like, how does this how well, does this sink 50, up? 50. I mean, fifty fifty, but like, you know, we're winning some of the close ones at least. <laughs> yeah, Jeez, that's true. That's true. We're not losing ten to no. nine. We're fourteen to eleven. Those are real scores, by the way. We're not making this up. Ten to nine and fourteen to eleven are real scores. Where this Iowa State Cyclone team lost the game. I'm fighting every person on the offense. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Orion Vance needs to walk up. Needs to walk up to Jarrell Brock and fight him <laughs> after a game that he loses 14 to just 11. Just come up and just okay? give him the... Fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. 
fisticuffs off top, right? Jarrell Brock, how dare you? Only average four yards a carry. Fight. Get on here. This is a whole conference full of stud running backs, and what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. Have you not seen the line of great Cyclone running backs in front of you? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Okay? As he opens up his fa- his fantasy and, and, and starts David Montgomery, and he's just like, man, I was born six years too, early, <laughs> too, too late. Okay? Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I, I mean, the main, the main thing, so... As we, we we joke and we laugh, but what are some of the things I kind of mentioned a little bit of what I I want Tech to see Tech do against this defense? What are some things that the offense can do to get something going against this defense? I mean, this defense is crazy, as great and as as incredible as they have been. They're not world beaters, right? Some teams have been able to get something on them. Oklahoma was able to get some points and rack up some points on them. Um, so what you know, who what can Tech do here um, to score really score more than three touchdowns? That kind of seems to be the golden mark there. The teams that do well against Iowa State are the teams that balance the rush in the pass. Um, every team that they play that has been able to hand it off successfully or hand it off consistently are the teams that are causing, and like I said, this like three high cloud look that Iowa State does, you know, the line, pulling the linebackers in is massive. And so if you can establish a respectful run game, that's what changes the game against Iowa State. That's what gets you, and it's not going to be consistent because Iowa State's good, but that's what creates the kinks in the armor. That's what creates the cracks in the wall that you can exploit. Um, and hopefully, whether a chunk play or a big play, you know, get some points on the board that you otherwise wouldn't get if you stick to one dynamic, uh, a one, di- one part of a playbook. Like, oh, just pass. Oh, just- if you just pass turnovers man they will turnovers 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 because they've done it to us in the past i don't want it to happen again it taj brooks sir roger thompson and da ding cameron valdez um you got three really good running backs you got to use them you have to use them if you're going to win here especially with it being freezing cold especially with it being at night uh especially with it being an away game you need to just put the ball in you just Hand the ball in somebody's chest and then let them squeeze it for dear life and churn the legs. That is the most minimum risk play you can do as an offensive coordinator. Please, God, no screens. Please, God, no trick plays. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so the thing about it is, is that it's, it's to your point, it's going to be, min- it's, it's not going to be the, the bang, bang plays. Like Iowa State does not give up big no. plays. It's going to be little by little. Chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. If we see, as I pull up, so I'm, I pulled up two games in, in particular because it's the, the two most points to Iowa State's given up this year, it's, which is 27 points to Oklahoma and 31 points to Baylor, which is amazing that those two totals are the most points they've given up all year. It's, it's wild. Um, so in the Oklahoma game, their Oklahoma scoring drives was a six-play field goal mm-hmm. that spanned 22 yards, 15 plays, to win 85 yards, and it was a two-yard touchdown. Uh, 14 plays that went 50 yards to a field goal. Eight plays that went 78 yards, and that one actually was a 41-yard pass from Dylan Gabriel, so that was a big jump play. Um, but those were the those scoring drives, mm-hmm. long, methodical drives, and then one play of the entire game went for big yards, right? Like, that's what they're really good at. They don't give up big plays at all in Oklahoma. And so in that one was one, Dylan Gabriel didn't have a great game. But they were able to run a little bit. Eric Gray was able to get over 100 yards, which they haven't given up a lot. They average 
they lead the Big 12 in, in, in rushing average uh, on defense, only letting up 105 yards a game total. 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 They don't give up a lot of 100-yard runners. I think they've only given up like two all year. Like they, That's just how good they are. Um, for, for Baylor, let's look at their scoring drives. Again, most points given up all year by Iowa State, 31. That's it to Baylor. Sometimes at Tech, that's just our minimum. Um, <laughs> that's the entry cost. For, right? <laughs> exactly. Baylor, these are their drives. 12 plays for 77 yards. 11 plays for 68 yards to just a field goal. Uh, 9 plays for 70 yards. 10 plays for 93 yards. They made them work for that one a lot. Um, and then, again, the one big play was a 38-yard pass from Blake Shapin that, that happened in the fourth quarter. That is it. Like, they, they may give up that one big play, but... Hell, they ain't going to do it a lot. And even in that game, we talked about how much we struggled with Richard Reese. Richard Reese only put up 78 yards in that game. So this Iowa State defense is for yeah. real. Like, don't – this is – if you're lo- if you're hoping for high-flying, flashy football, change the don't, channel. Yeah, don't even This is going to be ugly. Yeah. It's going to be boring. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. You know, so um, definitely going to be a tough one there on the, for Texas Tech's offense. Uh, but sit back and relax. Because eventually, Texas, Iowa State's offense has to take the field. And um, this is really where the jokes come in. The I, Iowa State's offense isn't good. Now, I don't care what happens on Saturday. I don't care. I know some people, if something happens on Saturday, people are going to come back and say, Oh, Albie, you got to eat your words. Look at this. I don't care. I don't give a damn if Iowa State scores 100 points against Tech. That means that Tech's defense is a problem, not Iowa State's yeah. offense. They're bad. Yeah. They're very, very bad. They are not a good offense. Nothing about that offense. Have about four games into the season, I put in our chat: Is Hunter Decker's the worst quarterback in the Big Twelve? <laughs> and it was a question of like, mm, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen enough of him. Da 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 da. A few weeks later, I think you or, or Kenzie put in: Oh, he's absolutely the worst quarterback in the Big Twelve. <laughs> he's not good. He's not good. Now he's young. He's new. He's a he's a little baby, right? Now going up again, and for the rest of the Big Twelve, there's some some vets in in the Big Twelve, so maybe it is unfair. To just come in and say the boy, the guy is trash. So I, I don't want to necessarily go that far and and denigrate him and say he's just trash, right? Uh, so instead, we'll say the true sophomore is very inexperienced. Is that the best way to put it, right? I'll say this. Barry Morton's also very inexperienced, and he ain't look. And Hunter Deckers ain't looked as good as Bre- uh, Barry Morton looked in that first half against Oklahoma State. Not once this entire season. No. Has not looked that good. Not not once. Not even against Southeast Missouri State did he look as good as Baron Morton did that first half. Um, they're just not a good. They're just not a good. But offense. you know what? I, I, I don't really you know, know what I am jealous of play. though. He's played. He's he's played the whole season. <laughs> They've had one good quarterback QB one. They've been decisive. I mean, who, who's the backup? Uh, I don't. That's that's yeah, more of a microcosm. And you know what's funny about Hunter? When, <laughs> Well, you know who's funny about Hunter Deckers? So, he is, I believe, I think he's a higher-rated recruit than Brock Purdy. I could be wrong. Oh, I have to look it yeah. up. Um, he's a four-star recruit. He's a four-star recruit. He was top. When he got signed uh, as part of the 2020 class, it was big news. It was a, oh, I was here to stay type of commitment. Mm-hmm. Hunter Deckers, right? Like, I Cyclone fans were excited, Ready for him. He has a neck beard. He embodies everything that's right about Iowa State football. And then he played this year. And they're like, oh, my God, we're back to the bottom. We're back to the He's bottom. He's bad. <laughs> He's not good. I mean, he hasn't been good. I mean, just we're, we're making jokes. But he Hunter Deckers really has not has just has not been a good quarterback this year. He struggled. Um, but I think I think one question that you have is, is, that, is it that he's bad 
was the offense bad? Because there's really no silver. There's one silver lining to this offense, yeah. and that Xavier Hutchinson mm-hmm. is still probably the best wide receiver in the entire yeah. conference, right? And he's just. He's just he reminds me of Andre Johnson in his early seasons with the Texans. Uh. Andre Johnson was just like <laughs> I got David Carr. I got Dominic Davis. He's like old now. I got uh what am I what am I doing here? Kevin Kevin Walter is my, my second best player on offense. That, that was Andre Johnson in the early years for all my Texans mm-hmm. fans. In the early years with the Texans. That's what Xavier Hutchinson is dealing with. Like Hutch, he's just out there like hmm, I'm just I'm just here. Can't wait to get this degree. <laughs> Can't wait to get this degree in December. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's just out here. Here he runs a, a fifteen yard out, and it's like, well, they ain't gonna pass me the ball out here. So <laughs> let's. Uh, what, what grade do I have? What I have? What I have to do on Wednesday? You know, Miss Mikowski, she's always on my butt about getting this term paper in. You know, <laughs> oh, okay, we're going back to the huddle now. That's this. Xavier Hutchinson is fantastic. At the beginning of the year, I, I said he was the best wide receiver in the Big Twelve. He still is the best wide receiver in the Big Twelve. His stats won't show it. Right, his stat stats will show somebody else as being incredible. Um, I really hope he still gets that first team All Big Twelve nod because he is still the best wide receiver in the Big Twelve. Um, but he he he's playing with an awful O line. Yeah. He's playing with nobody else at receivers. Mm. Hunter Deckers is is still work a work in progress. And then the one piece that is usually the calling card of the Iowa State Cyclones, which is the running game, also hasn't been good. Jarrell Brock. He's been okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, but if you compare him to his counterpart, his his previous uh, running backs, predecessors, I mean, if you compare him to the guys that came before him, he's awful. If, they, if we're going that by, by that by that count, um, Deion Silas also has come in and, in relief, and he hasn't been much better, right? And so, like this 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 offense in general, it, it's slow, it's methodical, it, it doesn't get anything going. There's no boom plays. That nothing nothing gets stretched. The O line is just giving up. So 23 sacks already given up by this O-line. Um, Deckers turns the ball over like crazy. Like, there's just not much you can say positive about this offense. No, and I think you really honed in on Xavier Hutchinson. Um, this year has almost been – almost had – I mean, three more receptions. He'll hit, a, he'll hit the century mark uh, for this season, which is incredible. Um, oh, he has it. Oh, for 100, 100 receptions. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Sorry. He has 1,000 yeah, yards. He's a thousand yards. In this. How the hell does Hutchinson have a thousand yards in the season? <laughs> to put this in perspective, to put, sorry to cut you uh, off, Jamie. To put this in perspective, Deckers has twenty six hundred. Where I was going? Total. Yeah. Oh yeah. Total. So that. So if I'm if my math, I'm not putting out a calculator here. So this is just rough math. Y'all tell me afterwards how close I am. My math is telling me. My math is telling me that um, that's like what thirty eight percent. Of Decker's total yardage goes to Xavier Hutchinson. Like that's wild. That's wild. That's so crazy. Yeah, uh, Xavier Hutch. Without this, without Xavier Hutchinson, this offense would be even worse, which is crazy to imagine. Um, he's bailed out. He has bailed out Decker's on a number of occasions. He's also helped Decker's look really good on a number of occasions. And I mean, six touchdowns on the year. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I was right. Thirty-eight percent. I'm a genius. I'm, I'm a damn genius. Right on the money. Here we are. Get out of here. Let's Listen go. Listen to Albie's. Hey, Texas Tech, edu- yeah, Texas, Texas Tech education, is. baby. There it is <laughs> up in the corner. Can't tell me. Can't tell me yeah. nothing. All right, cool. Anyways, can't tell me I failed calculus. Uh, and so, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like it's Xavier Hutchinson, and you can kind of like extend that a little bit to Jalen Noel. Um, but you know, at the same time. 
they just you can't just target those two guys the whole game, and that's what's been going on in a lot of these games is that Hutchinson, the, the elite quarter, uh, the elite receiver that he is, uh, you know, he'll get double, triple teamed, and who who else the hell are you gonna target? That, right, Decker's got nobody else to go to. <laughs> who else you gonna go to? I mean, don't, and, and for this, don't look at stats and say like, oh well, you know, Dimitri Stanley averages. He, or, or Deshaun Hanneke actually leads the team in yards per catch. Yeah. He has 13.9. point. The dude ain't the dude ain't no. good. The dude's not no. good. He's early not, games. Yeah, the early padded stats and the non-con. It's, it's well, it's, it's not the only. I mean, it's it, you know, it's uh, some of our receiver stats look great too. But I wouldn't tell you our outside receivers are the best <laughs> in the world, right? Like, it's just, it's it's no, it's 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 Hutch, and then you're right about Neil. Neil is decent also. Yeah. Um, and that's just them too. It's just them too. And so, like, that's why I think the the problem. Deckers isn't good by any stretch of the imagination, but it it doesn't. It's not a Spencer Sanders situation where he's the only thing holding the offense back. The whole offense yeah. is holding the offense back. Everything about the offense is just not good right now. Um, and, and Matt Campbell's like, "Come on, guys, I want y'all to make me look good for Wisconsin," and they just refuse to. <laughs> <laughs> they just refuse to. It's not. Uh, this offense is rough. It's rough. Uh... And so, but that bodes well. That, I mean, that does bode well for Tech when you're thinking about the game on Saturday. Um, our defense has been playing pretty well, uh, considering, all things considering, which it kind of in, in a similar scenario, our offense has put our defense in troublesome situations a number of times, probably at least, I don't know, 15, 17 times a season. And yet the defense has held opponents to a field goal. And I'm talking like you've – You've gone for it on fourth at, like, their 40, or God forbid, your 40, and you didn't get it, and now suddenly they have a much shorter field to work with. Your defense has still come up strong. Tex-Tex defense has still come up strong in those scenarios and limited damage more times than not. In that instance, I think we can continue to press the issue that Iowa State's offense is bad and hopefully, you know, scrape out a win with like I said, but it's this is my fear. Here is my core fear with this game. Go go for it. What is it? I'm fearful that Kitley is going to try to get cute and be the offensive coordinator that tears up the defenses, keeping everybody under their average. I don't think Kitley has ever faced a defense like mm-hmm. Iowa State's. Like remember this this whole this Iowa State defense when they kind of came onto the scene, they were rebuilt. Uh, you know, five or so years ago, it, it really changed. I mean, it really changed the way that the Big 12 played Iowa State. Like, they were they were making everybody look bad. Um, this is that same DNA. And I'm, a, I'm terrified Kitley's going to say, you know what, I bet I can toss it over the middle. I bet I can do this. I bet I can, you know. And that's going to blow up in our face. And I'm kind of fearful of that. I'm, defensive touchdowns, defensive uh, scoring, for Iowa State, if we lose this game, it's going to be because they got a pick six, or they got a fumble recovery for a touchdown, or they got like an uh, interception uh, and they have only they only have to go 15 yards. <laughs> and Deckers is just good enough, right? I think that we can't, like I'm afraid that Kitten is going to underestimate this defense. Is I think where my core fear is. Yeah, I mean, so I, I'll say this: I do agree with you on on that aspect, right? Like it's those turnovers. And turning the ball over could definitely be an instance. So let's, as we, if we look at the game that Iowa State did win in conference when they blew out West Virginia, home game, blowing out West Virginia, 
Um, they were able to get two turnovers on the game, right? An interception and a forced fumble. They also ran the ball very well that game. Yeah. And they used – in that game, they used Deion Silas and Cartavius Norton uh, to really do – I think Brock might have gotten hurt in that game. And that really – excuse me. That let Silas Norton go go crazy. Uh, Jalen Noel had a nice little uh, um, speed speed play. Uh, speed play out to the uh, out to the side there. They got him twenty seven yards straight, and so they they put up one hundred seventy two yards rushing, mm-hmm. like like it was nothing. And so that was the big piece of how they were able to win that game. I mean, Deckers threw the ball. They, he dropped back thirty six times for some odd reason, but uh, but Hutch also went crazy, and Hutch went crazy against Texas. Also, that was another game that they almost pulled off. They had the lead in the fourth quarter. Uh, here's what I will say about Iowa State as a team, though. And we've talked about this with Texas Tech. Texas Tech has struggled to close games. Yeah. You know, the, probably the one team in the conference that's worse at closing games or worse at, at taking the lead in games late in the game? It's Iowa State. They've, like you talked about, the one-score games they've had, they can't close a game and save their no. life. That game that they had against West Virginia, the one win, was because it was mostly a blowout, right? Um, that one game, I mean, and I will say, actually, I'll, I say it's mostly a blowout. It was 10-7 to 7 going into the fourth quarter, so it was close, and they were able to close it. They were able to get quick early touchdowns early in the fourth quarter to run it away, similar to how we beat West Virginia, right? Instead of it being in the fourth quarter, we did it in the third quarter. Um, but it's, it's, they've struggled to close out games. I do think if you're Iowa State, you look at Texas Tech and you say, okay, we got to get to a bowl. We beat West Virginia, right? We're one of the worst teams in the Big 12. Mm. We beat the other worst team in the Big 12. Who are the other bad teams in the Big 12 that we can beat? Yeah. Well, oh, Texas Tech hasn't got a bowl game yet. We're at home. We can, that's a team we can beat. If I'm Iowa State, I absolutely think that if we're going to win another game in this Big 12 season, it's going to be Texas Tech. Um, so they're going to be amped up. I expect that stadium to be packed because, well, one, Iowans can handle the cold, and two, you know, that's, this is the game. This is the game that we can potentially win um, because I don't – for them, there's not – there may only be two games left in the season. Uh, after Texas Tech, they go to Fort Worth and play fourth-ranked undefeated TCU. Yep. So um, this is senior night also for Iowa State. Um, so they're going to see – I think it's Avery Hutchinson's a senior, if I'm not mistaken. Um, God, I hope so. But uh, – they, uh, yeah, senior nights, so they're going to send some guys off, and, and this is going to be something that's going to be packed, it's going to be rocking, and if I'm Iowa State, I definitely think it's going to be a victory. So, as we get into our prize picks prediction, that's right, prizepicks.com, go over there and make put, put some money down, put some money down, choose your over-unders, there's so many... Um, right now, actually, there's a good, nice little promotion going on. The way you, they, they can uh, do six times whatever deposit that you put in, and they can match up to 100 bucks if you put in our promo code TORTILLAS12. That's TORTILLAS12 in uh, prizepicks.com. Um, they have it for everything. Guess what? Guess what? The World Cup's coming up, and I believe they got in the world. I know they have MLS, and I believe they actually have World Cup odds as well mm. for over-unders on there. That's prizepicks.com. No, make sure to get 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 your money up, All right? So, um, Jeremy, give me the one person on offense for Texas Tech in order for them to get a W. Is it Roger Thompson. Straight like straight. that. Straight. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot you straight this time. Give you just just give you the one. Thank you. I pray. I appreciate that. I'm working hard over here. No, 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 I'm earning my pay. No explanation. You just you just saying name and that's it. Move hey, on. Hey. <laughs> Doesn't need explaining. What's known doesn't need explaining. What's, 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 what's known ain't got to be said, right? 
Um, so I, I think Sirajic is great. Uh, and I'm going to agree, actually. I don't, yeah, that's, you know, and uh, so I'm going to say Tyler Shuck. And when I say Tyler Shuck, I mean just, bro, don't turn the ball over. Okay. Don't turn the ball over. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not saying that, that that's really what I mean specifically. Yeah. Like, True. specifically, True. don't turn the ball over. Yeah, like, it's, it's not even like I'm saying, oh, he has to be the man of the game because he's the quarterback. Like, you know, I'm saying, no, you just, bro, don't, don't turn the ball over. Um, and, and if you don't turn the ball over, we might be able to get out of here and call it a day. Um, so, yeah, Tyler Shock. So, defensively, who's the defensive guy that you need to, to turn up? Mm, this is actually a good question because we're not, face, we're not facing a mobile quarterback. So, for me, um, Philip Bleedy. Uh, you know what? In the absence of Tyree Wilson, I think Philip Bleedy has a really good opportunity here to make some noise. And with his Iowa State offense... Uh, the offensive line, I think you got a really unique moment here to to get some highlight reels in you. That's a really good pick. That's a good job. Yeah. Good job. Good on I'm you. On it. Um, I'm gonna say the same thing, <laughs> but not that. No, but not the same player. Okay, Josiah Pierre oh. on the other side. Josiah Pierre off the edge, where his specialty is getting after the quarterback, doing those rushes, doing those sacks. That is his specialty. That's what he's there for. He's a stand-up guy, stand-up out. I'm sure he's a stand-up guy, stand-up gentleman. <laughs> you know, tip your hat, sir. All tech players. Yeah, yeah but but um, as the out, from the outside linebacker position in that in that two technique, just running off right off the edge. I think this is a game where he can really ball out. So Josiah Pierre is mine, uh, mine right there, and uh, Jeremy. Give me the final score. Who you got winning it? So something that I like to do just to kind of get a, a feel of where Vegas and um, computer analytics are lining up is I like to go over to oddshark.com. Uh, it's for all of you degenerates who can't get enough of sports betting, probably spend too much time on. Uh, but I like to just look at the predicted score and like the update, the updates on injuries. Uh, they predict that Iowa State will win, get this, 32 to 24. <laughs> I, I, and this is one of those moments people that uh analytics aren't everything you know i just there's some things you just gotta look at and be like yeah uh, thank you uh grain of salt um no i don't think that either of these teams breaks 24 points god uh so i i do think that in the grand scheme of it Iowa State has a better defense. We have a better offense. I think our defense is better than their offenses. So for me, I think Texas Tech does get out with the win, but it's going to be stupid. It's going to be like 13 to 12. 13 to 12. Yeah. That's so gross. Yeah. That's so that gross. That means, it, that oh means God, so Iowa State gets a safety somewhere and does nothing with it. <laughs> Um, the over/under for this game is forty-seven and a half. By the way, why? Which, that is oh, no. You know what's funny about that? That's a really low over/under. That's a really. That's pretty low. It's slow. And yet it still feels it's too still, high. It still feels too high. <laughs> yet it still feels too high. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually agree. It's going to be a defensive, ugly, snowy, melty, disgusting showdown here. Um, I, and this is actually one of those games. I, I you know I know I know he's a Mad Hatter. I know McGuire likes to go for it. I get all that. Maybe we should think about taking the points in this yes. one. This one's, you know, you know, I I don't question him. 
especially on our other side of the, of the of the fifty, he's been good at this. So I ain't gonna question him. But you know, sometimes I'm just saying. Think about the points. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say I've been actually going back and forth in this. So I was on it last week. If you listen to our recap, I actually kind of made a prediction on the air, um, saying that I thought Tech was gonna win this game. Through the week, I started thinking, mm, us on the road ain't too hot mm-hmm. and. If you're Iowa State, you're going to be really amped up for this. And throughout the week, I actually changed my mind. and I was going to pick Iowa State here. No, but I've changed it back. You know why? Because I spent all day, maybe not all day, all yesterday when I was thinking of this game, um, thinking about how bad Iowa State's offense is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I had so many jokes today. Their offense is so bad, <laughs> so terrible. And I actually, I'm going to go ahead and say they're going to score 17 points. Uh, but I actually think that two of those situations are going to be because um, either a offensive turnover happens for Tech or um, we go for it on fourth down or they just give offense an incredible field position. So I'm going to say Texas Tech wins 20-17. to 17. Oh. Uh, Tech does win. They do hold on. Iowa State makes a crucial mistake at the end of the fourth quarter like they have done multiple times this year. Uh, but we do hold on and we win 20-17. to 17. Uh, Because at the end of the day, I think Tech is better. Like I, I think I think Iowa State has a lot of momentum behind them, but Tech is just flat out better. I think I, if this game was in Lubbock, I would actually almost dang near say a possible blowout. Mm. I think Tech's just better. I think Tech's just flat out like, and I, a lot of times I you know if it's close, then I go for okay, well home team, away team, yada yada yada. Vegas gave Iowa State a three and a half point spread, and I just to me, I would have put it as a push because I just think Tech's better. Mm. And usually you give three three to four points to the home team. So, yeah, to me it's a push because Tech, tech on a neutral playing field to me is three and a half points better. It's not a push. I think Tech's just a better team. So I'm going to say Tech wins barely because of all the momentum for Iowa State that's going into this game. Because of everything, I think Tech, uh, 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 Iowa State will be there. They don't have to play Tyree Wilson. That's a big advantage for them. Um, but the defense is, is more than just Tyree Wilson. I think they get the job done. Texas Tech wins 20-17. to 17. Um, but it, we will not like no, it. No, we will not like it. It will not be fun. No. We will not like this game. Everybody will complain about everything. Tyler Shuck probably will be the worst quarterback ever playing once again because people will forget that they're in snow and it's 20 degrees outside and Iowa State's the best defense in the conference. Everybody will forget that and just think that Zach Kitley doesn't know what he's a moron and that Tyler Shuck's washed and, um, and all that stuff. That's what's probably going to happen, but I think Tech still pulls out with the win. I don't hate that. Yeah, somebody's gonna clip me saying Zach Kittley's a moron, and I'll never hear the. It's gonna be me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you see Albert slander floating around the Twitterverse, I am always the instigator. Don't don't question it. It's me. I'm admitting it on air. (laughs) Big facts. Big facts. So that's those are our. um, I kind of wish you would have bet against Tech in this one because that never bodes well when we both say Tech is going to win a football game. But you know, hey, last week Um, we both said Kansas would win. Did we both say – no, we didn't say – we said Tech would win. I said, I said Tech would beat Kansas. Did we? Did we both say – we didn't both say Kansas would win. I don't remember now. <laughs> I yeah, felt really we, confident about that, but I, I, I don't feel good go about back, it anymore. Go back and watch the tape. I didn't say that. I will say one thing that I'm excited to watch the tape on before we end this podcast episode that we've already gone too late on um, is the women. Texas Tech women's basketball. Um, good. They had a – Tough loss against Jackson State and bounce right the hell back to beat Colorado at home in overtime. Um, really good win against the Colorado team that ain't too shabby. No. 
Um, it's probably lost, one of the yeah. better better programs at the University of Colorado is a women's basketball program. They're a team that was uh, hopeful for the NCAA tournament right on the women's side, and um, it's something that's actually going to be categorized as a bad loss for them, but I don't care. Uh, so, uh, good win here. And listen, listen, I think we got the lineup. Bailey Moppin's a star. Riley McKinney's a star. Bree Scott is out here. Jasmine Lewis. More Jasmine Lewis moments. Yeah. Uh, we have, a, you know, that there's a lot of good talent on that team. So, big win. Big win for the Texas Tech Raider women's basketball team. Uh, for the men, the men are still undefeated. And they're going to Maui. Maui, wowie. Um, to and their first game is against Creighton, so ranked Creighton, top ten Creighton. One, this is a game that Texas Tech has no business winning. Let me just say this: Tech has no business beating Creighton in the first game. Yeah, no. So you know what Marky Mark's about to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put that out. It's going to be so, really, Jeremy, it's be really fun that? Monday when I'm trying to balance watching the World Cup, England, uh, USA play Wales, as well as watching Red Raider basketball play Creighton. And somehow do my job. Uh, I do have I do have one big plug here. This is huge. Don't tune out. So that means you're not going to do your job, is what I'm. Hearing. You are correct, sir. Don't tune out. <laughs> if you price picks is great, but it won't keep you warm in the winter. It's cooling down outside. Home field apparel. The Black Friday sale starts today, uh, November eighteenth. It ends the twenty seventh. It's twenty percent off the entire site. With code all caps Black Friday. The code is Black Friday in all caps. This is the biggest discount all year. This is this is first time customers. It's repeat customers. It's Iowa State fans. It's well maybe not, but it's Texas Tech fans for damn sure. Um, everybody in the Big Twelve except Iowa State fans can go on to Homefield Black uh, Homefieldapparel.com. Promo code Black Friday, not Tortillas Twelve or whatever this time. Black Friday. Um, that this is massive. It will be sellout of all kinds of stuff. Go on, get some stuff, get some gifts for Christmas. Uh, there's perfect, there's perfect gifts. Galby and I rep the, rep their stuff all the time. It's soft. It's awesome. They have great logos. Hey, you know what? If you want to go out and rep uh, Youngstown because they have a sweet uh, penguin logo with a little Ice King penguin, I'm not gonna judge you. I, I got a shirt in my closet. I'm not gonna judge you. Go out. It's it's Black Friday is the code, all caps. Uh, man, give it give it a, give it a chance. Time to get the holiday shopping done. Nowhere better to do it than Home Field Apparel. That was the longest ad read I've ever heard in my. It life. is worth it. Twenty percent off of that <laughs> is is it's it's big, Albie. It's necessary. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. No, that's why you're the people's champ. Getting people, actually, you know, I'm I'm joking, but I'm literally on Home Field Apparel right now as you were talking. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so yeah, I'm going to go ahead and buy this shirt and, uh, I will talk to you all later, uh, for Jeremy, the people's champ. This is, I'll be showing you have been listening to tortillas and takes podcast, part of the 1012 network and the official podcast. Always stay broke, people. Sports social podcast network. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.